Retirement planning can be stressful, so our process is designed to put you at ease. At Capital Financial, we pride ourselves in being different from other financial planning firms. During your initial consultation, Parker Holland and his team will get to know you and give you the chance to get to know us. We want to learn all about your vision for retirement so that we can design a plan to help you achieve your long-term financial goals. Take advantage of our complimentary retirement strategy session by calling Parker Holland and the team at Capital Financial at 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. Again, the number to call is 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is provided by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. During the show, Parker Holland provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. There are plenty of questions about retirement planning from how much income do I need to will it really cost $300,000 in healthcare when I retire? We're going to answer some of the most common questions pre-retirees are asking advisors today on today's show. 138 points. This is such a blow to invest whether you're a big trader or whether you have a life can be complicated. Planning for retirement doesn't have to be. So what we're looking at here is a plan and a strategy that guarantees the retirement income, but it doesn't give up that growth for safety. Learn tips and tricks to help you move forward. That's not always debt. And that's where I feel like a lot of people have a misunderstanding. When you have the money to pay it all, it's called leveraging. And now... Parker Holland Show. Seems like I run into a different question every day. I'll tell you, uh, Parker, that's why I love YouTube. If I'm ever having a problem with the house, YouTube. If I'm ever having a problem with my car, (laughs) YouTube. Uh, Folks, if you're joining us, this is consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb in studio with Parker Holland. This is the Parker Holland Show. What do you think about that, Parker? Is that a good (laughs) lead? We need to find a new title there, Tom. It's true though. Do you, do you find yourself ever doing that when you don't know quite how to do something? You got to Google it, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the answer for everybody. And they always say um, Google, WebMD, those are kind of some of the worst things you can do when you're looking for a question that would be super important, whether it's health, uh, investments, retirement. I just feel like it's not always the best solution, but it can answer a lot of questions, but you're getting too much. You are the yeah. WebMD. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, my wife uh, got four kids now and I'll tell you when, especially when we just had the first one, any sniffle or something, you'd hop onto WebMD and all of a sudden you think you have this big rare disease, you know, the only one that's <laughs> affecting your kid. When, when you actually go to the doctor, you meet with someone with a little experience, Hey, not so bad, just common cold. And that's the big thing about it. It's always knowing about what specifically applies to you, not just what potentially could be the situation at hand. Yeah, it's true. And you get questions every day. I mean, every time I see you, it seems like you're meeting with a different person, helping them prepare for retirement. You are a lead planner here at Capital Financial. Um, And I've, you know, we we met before the show, I tried to get some questions from you that you hear a lot that you thought may be relevant for our listeners. And um, let's go ahead and dive into this one. And the first one is, is 80% of my pre-retirement income enough in retirement? That 
the short answer is no, Thomas. And we hear that all the time. People have the misconception in retirement, their expenses go down. Now, granted, sometimes people are aiming to have debt, mortgages, everything paid off by then. And those budget sheet items come off the docket. But the big goal you want. And the reason we all save is that our standard of living stays the same to and through. So if you're used to a certain income, you want a hundred percent of that income after tax, after healthcare in your checking account every month in retirement. And social security is normally only 40%. Yeah. So that means your savings, retirement accounts and stuff need to make up the other 60. But the other issue we see a lot of is social security isn't even that high of a percentage mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Yeah. And that's a big thing we hit, whether it's East Coast, West Coast, it doesn't matter. Everyone wants the same. And then honestly, what we see year by year of course, you got to inflation adjust, but people actually get closer to about 115, 125% just because they have more time, there's more travel, and normally that just always means more spending. It's true. I mean, when I think about retirement, I don't think about necessarily sitting at home on the couch. There are things that I want to do, and, and for some that may be fly fishing in the mountains, but for others it may be you know the trip to Japan or Hawaii or whatever it may be. And that's the big thing of just getting by isn't enough uh, for people in retirement, and no one wants to be frugal. It's just not fun. And just getting by is the reality we see for a lot of people, especially when they don't have a plan. Yeah. And that shouldn't be anyone's goal. I mean, you wouldn't want to cut back your lifestyle when you have more time in retirement. N- no one would want to. So it you don't want unexpected expenses, uh, budget sheet items, stuff breaking that comes up and it puts you in a financial havoc. You, you need to have a proper plan that has buffers built in. You, you absolutely do. And you know, something when I looking at this right now, looking at our notes, it makes me think of a self-imposed problem as well, because there's, there's a solution for it, right? It is. Um, yeah. You don't get cavities if you brush your teeth or, or supposedly <laughs> that's what they say. No, no, but it's kind of the same thing here, isn't it? it is you, you have this mentality of, oh, do I have enough to get by? Do I have enough to get by? but you haven't taken uh, some simple planning steps that we like to introduce here on the program to do that. Folks, uh, if you are interested in the conversation and you want to continue it uh, truly customized to your unique circumstances, maybe you have something going on in your life that you'd like to get in front of Parker Holland and the team here at Capital Financial, give us a call right now, 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979. You can also text Parker to 600-700. Once again, we're here with Parker Holland, investment advisor representative He's also a chartered and registered financial consultant with Capital Financial discussing some common questions uh, that he gets throughout the week that he thought may be good to present here on air, get out on the airwaves. Uh, What else do you have here for us, Parker? We get questions constantly, like you just said, Thomas. And when we're diving into them, I can't reiterate enough. The answers are not just generalized. They are always case by case. But a big one that always comes into play is how much discretionary spending will I have in return? retirement, what dreams, goals, travel, hobbies, collect (laughs) a big one, collecting stuff (laughs) and helping kids is a discretionary expense. So I always call it the fun money. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The fun money. And coach Pete is a big one for that one. He always wants to have the discretionary bucket to pull from in retirement. And that doesn't mean like XX expenses, or like we mentioned earlier in the show, if there's an item that you need to like repaint your house, fix the roof, right? Those should be built into normal budgeting, mm. discretion. 
evolutionary is the excess. It's above and beyond the baseline. And that's where we were mentioning the 115, 125%. People normally go higher income in retirement because they have more time to do the fun stuff. I mean, that's the reason we all save and shoot for early retirement. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Okay. So let me ask you about this. Discretionary spending obviously has to do with the budget. So how important is the budget in retirement? I assume it's vital. It's crucial. It's what you're basing everything on. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to have a coach Pete response to this one. We always thinking about this, Thomas, and this question, we hear it all the time, especially when callers are calling us from other shows, their Dave Ramsey program, smart advisor, Mm. a lot of those fiduciary third party ones. I'm going to be the first to say it. You need to forget about budgeting. (laughs) You already know what you spend on the baseline necessities and how much you save from your income while you're working. Mm, okay. I mean, Thomas, what's the budget going to tell you that you don't already know? Yeah, that's true. You just need to make sure you have enough money set aside to pay all the expenses, pay off the credit cards every month with no excuses or exceptions. Yeah. And yeah. a budget sheet worksheet isn't going to tell you anything. What I do and what I recommend, and I do this myself at my household, is I put everything on a credit card. I go to the debits column every month. I don't factor. I don't categorize. I don't say this happened once. Yeah. I look at the monthly average. Yeah. That's a true standard of living net spending. There's going to be months where something is going to be a one-off item. There always is. So you shouldn't filter stuff out because mm-hmm. we see that more than not. And I've seen this a lot recently. We've built in inflation. I know inflation has been a big conversation uh, for the last year and a half, but it's been here. It just wasn't talked about. Sure. So we build that into every plan. And I've had people come in where we're inflation adjusting year by year and we get a year from retirement. And this is true. We were planning on like 15,000 a month, which is a high spend for a lot of people. And then we come in and now it's 23. Mm. What changed over the last eight years to make it jump that high? Wow. It just means that we didn't have the real number and you can't do a plan if you don't have the realistic goals. Yeah. That makes, and that goes back to having an open conversation with your advisor and making sure that you're giving them as much detail as possible. Um, and also having those regular checkups. I know that's something that's important to you and your team here as well. It's just to make sure that you stay on track, that if that 15 jumps to the 23, uh, that you are making the appropriate changes as soon as you can. And it's never too early to have a plan, Thomas. And we can't say that enough. It's never too early to have a plan put together. And that's what we offer here. No cost, no obligation to put together that total retirement plan. We're talking a lot about income and expenses, but that's just the foundational piece. We have to look at taxes, healthcare, Medicare, social security, investments, legacy planning. You have to have the efficiency between all the moving parts. And we try to make it easy to connect. All you have to do to get in touch with Parker Holland and the team here at Capital Financial, call 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979, or text Parker to 600-700. That is Parker to 600-700. Now, there may be people out there, Parker. Thomas, we need to change that. 77 is my favorite year for cars. We need to get that adjusted. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'll have to do that. You know I love the vintage. You know I love it. I will try to find it. I will try to find it. It. Now, let me ask you this, though, because there are a lot of people who may be confused and, and think that you only deal with people who are not currently in retirement. You only help people who are in a certain phase. Um, you actually offer second opinions as well for people who may be in retirement and just want to make sure that their plan is as efficient as it can be. We're comprehensive financial planners. We're a comprehensive financial planning firm. And that's a big thing we like focusing on. And I know I say this every single week, Thomas, but that independent
independent conflict free. There isn't a set clientele. I would say I feel like a lot of people don't even think about financial planning until they're within that financial red zone in retirement within 10 years or if not already retired, Mm. which, yes, that's going to be majority of who we meet with because that's when people ask for help. But it's never too early to plan. The perfect situation to us would be a full market cycle prior to retirement, which would be 10 to 12 years prior. Now, there's a lot of golden handcuffs and tax codes that limit people from setting up a true foundational financial plan, but you can still have that roadmap. You may just not be able to enact it until you're at that golden age of 59 and a half, or you leave an employer and change jobs, which those are the two primary times you should always consult a financial team. But you can always have the foundation, whether we're looking at legal and estate planning, tax and CPA side of it, um, insurance and all the moving parts that can go into that. And then outside investments, discretionary accounts, there's always options to talk with. So I would always say, just give us a call right now. If you want that second opinion or no cost obligation, your first financial plan, we'll put that together for you. All right, folks, let's do that. That number again, 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979. You can also text the keyword Parker to 600 700. That's Parker to 600, 700. And we do want to give our listeners the opportunity to review their individual plans for retirement. So folks, if you want to find out if there are any potential red flags that could cause problems for you down the line with your current plan or advisor, go ahead, call on in, take advantage of this great opportunity. That number again, 877-359-1979. 877-359-1979 or text Parker to 600-700. And folks, when we come back, uh, sometimes we have to face things head on. Long-term care is one of them. So we're going to discuss that and go over some alternatives when we return. This is such a blow to invest in what right now breaking news in your stocks all around the world. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're unsure, worried, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Parker Holland, 877-359-1989, 877-359-1989, or text Parker to 600-700, text Parker to 600-700. Welcome back into the Parker Holland Show. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here in studio alongside Parker Holland. Parker is a chartered and registered financial consultant here with Capital Financial. We're going to be talking long-term care insurance. Parker, this is one of the big ones, isn't it? It is. This is part of every plan and it needs to be addressed. And the stigmas out there and the limitations around that word and the industry as a whole has to evolve, I would say, in long-term care protection more than any other sector of financial planning, probably just in the last decade alone. Yeah, it's very interesting. I was putting together a booklet for Capital Financial. This was a number of years ago, and and there was a statistic in there, and and I believe this statistic has gone up even higher, said uh, 70% of Americans at some point are going to have to use long-term care insurance. Um, And I feel that it's... uh, Maybe in certain circles it's discussed a lot, but not many people talk about this, know what it is, know that it, know that how necessary it is. Until you experience it. I mean, that's when most people talk about it. I've experienced it with my family. I know I talk to clients every single week about it. And long-term care, there's a lot of alternatives than the traditional policy. Mm. Uh, There was a huge issue in the industry about a decade ago, and this is why I was mentioning the evolution of it. And 
forgot to mention this, Thomas, we still have those books and reports. So yeah. I will definitely give it to the um, next 10 callers. You want any of the books and reports we have uh, that comes to long-term care, 401ks, alternative options, give us a call and we'll make that happen. Absolutely. That number 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979. You can also take advantage by texting keyword Parker to 600-700. Long-term care is something where people go in, they think it's just when they're in a facility, like qualified care, skilled nursing, hospital, hospice. That is a section of it. But a big one we're seeing, especially with medicine changing, is been in-home care. Mm. And some policies don't cover that. When we were pulling this data, Thomas, from the American Association for Long-Term Care Insurance, more than 8 million Americans have long-term care insurance policies. So despite the risk, most people are having to find alternatives because the underwriting, the limited number of companies that offer and the cost, the cost has been egregious on these policies. And a lot of them are use it or lose it. And not everyone needs it. Now, granted, most people will need it just based on what you mentioned, Thomas. Women normally need it longer than men. Women need it for 3.7 years on average. Men only normally need it for slightly over two years. Right. But one third of people who are 65 may never even need long-term care. And 20% of those who need it will need it longer than five years. That goes into like mental capacity, Alzheimer's, dementia, stuff that isn't as quick. So you have to have buffers. And there are a lot of alternatives out there. And we'll discuss these, Thomas. But I just want people to realize health ratings, medical underwriting, stuff that hold people back from doing insurance, there's ways to do it without dealing with that. There's ways to do it without adding budget sheet items and without use it or lose it policies that could impact not just your retirement income because it's a huge budget sheet item, but also your legacy. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, I know there may be some of us out there listening who are saying, well, I'll just, if, you know, I'll roll the dice. If it happens to be me, I'll just pay cash for it. But I was looking at rates and and just here locally, we're over $100,000 a year for a decent facility. We were talking to somebody the other day. He was He's up north, uh, and he was talking 120000 or more per year. Thomas, that was me. That was you. <laughs> the average price on the East Coast for a shared room in a qualified facility, so that's semi-private. So a shared room, yeah. A semi-private room wow. is 120000 a year. Jeez. And that is not going into where there may be skilled nursing. You yeah. may have to do physical therapy. That's okay. just an average. That's everyone in a bucket. Okay, okay. And so, that's 10000 a month, Thomas. It is. And that's that, after tax, 10000 a month. I mean, that, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So so let's talk about it. I mean, you, you've mentioned that long-term care insurance. You know, the thing that you would think you would get for this uh, is has gotten really expensive to the point that I use the word egregious. I mean, that, that, that's a big deal. So what is the alternative that, that could work for the average American? So honestly, there's normally only five. There's normally only five alternatives, but a lot of things fall into the bucket. A big one that we hear a lot, especially on the radio, especially a lot online, more and more people are talking about it, and more and more insurance companies are offering it. It's life insurance policies with long-term care riders where you can use the death benefit in the event you qualify for long-term care. So that's a big one. And that's where a lot of people have this and they don't even know it. And some employer policies offer this and people just don't know it's on there. Um, So it's a huge, it's a huge benefit to have. And personally, I have three policies that have this because of what I've seen in my family. And the benefit is it's not use it or lose it. So one of the big concerns people have of traditional long-term care, this allows you to use the death benefit a portion. You can't use all of it, Mm -hmm. but 
up to normally it's around 85% ballpark figures because okay. it's based on tax. Code. That's significant though. It, it is. It's a chunk of it. And the benefit is if you don't use it, it goes to your legacy as still a tax-free benefit. Which was the original t- intent anyways. You just yeah. had the opportunity to use it if you need it. And there's joint policies cool. where husbands and wives can be covered together to lower the premiums, but you still have to go through underwriting and you still have to pay the premiums. And a lot of these policies have increasing premiums based on cost of living adjustments. It's very interesting. I'm going to go ahead and get the number out here in case anybody wants to contact us about this because this is a very interesting technique. 877-359-1979 is the number to call. 877-359-1979. You can also text Parker to 600, 700. And just to let you know, obviously we're in studio, um, making a show right now, but, uh, <laughs> leave your name, leave your number, and we'll be in touch just as soon as we're able to, to get you connected with uh, Parker and the team here at capital financial. The number again, eight, seven, seven, three, five, nine, 1979. Very interesting. So what else do you have for us here about long-term care? The next is an asset-based policy. So asset-based policies are hybrid life insurance and long-term care insurance. Oh, okay. So you have to have cash on hand to fund these policies. But these types of policies typically allow you to avoid some of the problems we were mentioning with traditional long-term care insurance, like Mm. the high-cost premiums. And a lot of them have what's called a return of premium rider, whereas if you no longer want the policy or don't need it, they'll either give you all the the premiums back or they will fund it as like a legacy as like a cashback option to your heirs. Oh, so it eliminates the use it or lose it. Right. That we mentioned um, yeah. that the hybrid policy before, which is the life insurance with long-term care. This is different. So it's more relaxed underwriting. It's lesser premiums. But the issue is you have to have a good lump sum to fund it. This isn't something where you just put like 20K into it. Okay. We're talking about hundreds of thousands up front. Oh, significant. Significant. But, but reduced underwriting issues. And <laughs> it's mainly being that you still have the liquidity, I guess is the best way to phrase it. Sure. It gives you an alternative. Okay. So we always say, call us, we'll do a plan and see what's best for you. But the most popular portion um, that we're seeing more and more in this industry is the annuity option. The annuity option. Okay. So, so, so far we have the life insurance policy with a long-term care rider. We have the asset-based policy, which seems kind of like a hybrid of a couple of things here. So the annuity, now we've talked about annuities before and how they provide a guaranteed income stream in retirement. Now we're talking about it with long-term care. So tell me about this. So a lot of people call us about long-term care and stuff of that sort and the annuities um, portion of it, just because it's a stigma. Mm. And we know a lot of people have that stigma to the word annuity. It puts a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. For lack of better terms, it's a tax code. When people are like, I hate annuities, it's like saying, I hate stock. Do you hate Enron? (laughs) Do you hate Apple? I hate mutual funds. Do you hate Fidelity funds? Do you hate Vanguard funds? Annuity is just an option. Now, most people, like you just said, Thomas, you put money in an annuity, you get a steady stream of income, just like a pension, Mm -hmm. but these allow you to use them to pay for long-term care. So the benefit of this is that depending on your age, health, and how much you put in, of course, um, there's no medical underwriting. No medical underwriting. Wow. Now, granted, based on your age, health, and stuff of that sort, it may not cover all the expenses. As we mentioned, $10,000 a month is average. Now, that health part I mentioned is not based on medical underwriting. What it's based on us is if you're already in a facility and trying to scab like uh, scavenger way to make something happened. Okay. So okay. there's limitations on that and age. Of course, everything is age banded in the insurance industry. But on the other side of that, the benefit of this is a lot of them aren't use it or lose it. 
A lot of them have it naturally built into a traditional annuity chassis where you're using the income for retirement, but in the event of long-term care, it provides a stipend to help cover that. And a oh, lot wow. of them do have in-home coverage. Very so that's a benefit okay. as well. But I always mention that there are hundreds of ways this can be structured, especially on an annuity chassis. So the stigma of use it or lose it, having the high fees and commissions, having the um, lack of legacy, a lot of those misconceptions go to the Google approach we mentioned um, prior to the commercial, Thomas. Right. A lot of that doesn't apply anymore. No, it's very interesting. It's very outdated conversation. Well, and it sounds to me like it has to be customized as well because you've talked about these situations and I I can just feel how they're going to be relevant to different people in different situations. There may not be a silver bullet for everyone. Uh, And that, folks, is why you need to connect with a true fiduciary planning team, someone who has your back, uh, someone who you can trust and is in it for the long game and understands these issues like this that we all, you know, people like me, people like you maybe out there listening may not run into every day. They are important, though, because like I said earlier, 70% of us may be affected by this at some point, so we might as well get a plan in place uh, to make sure that we're on the safe side of it. 877-35 1979 is the number to call 877-359-1979 you can also text parker to 600 700 that's parker to 600 700 and don't worry more conversation coming up with parker holland in just a minute with parker holland and the team at capital financial customizing the strategy of your retirement plan is just one of their goals at capital financial there's so much more It's a custom approach in taking the time to get to know you, to get to know your unique financial situation. Most importantly, finding out your retirement goals. That information is critical in creating your retirement plan. This involves building income for your retirement and proper protection with proactive tax strategies, long-term care and out-of-pocket health care protection, and knowing your legacy wishes. Building your retirement, and it never hurts to get that human touch. Holistic and customized retirement planning, it means so much. Call Parker Holland of Capital Financial, 877-359-1989, 877-359-1989, or text Parker to 600-700, text Parker to 600-700. Does it feel like you're fighting for financial knowledge? Don't let bad advice be a punch in the gut to your retirement. Take advantage of a complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation with a local trusted financial advisor. Call Parker Holland and the team at Capital Financial, proudly serving the Triangle area. Call 877-359-1989. That's 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. And welcome back into the Parker Holland Show. I am consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here in studio alongside chartered and registered financial consultant with Capital Financial Advisory Group, Parker Holland. We are going to be discussing bad habits right now. And Parker, this is something that we uh, put together uh, you before the show, and I love some of these <laughs> that we're going to be discussing. This first one, though, whew, 
is going to be a doozy. So tell me what it is. So the first one is overreacting to market volatility. And this <laughs> is why I did a case study and everything going directly into this conversation, because this is something that emotionally drives majority of Americans and their savings and their investment management. It's hard not to be tempted to pull your money out of the market when stocks are on a downturn. Mm-hmm people don't realize the huge blow that does to their retirement savings. And honestly, what was the thing coach said? You need to put the brake on your emotions, <laughs> not the portfolio, but history That's shows good. market bounces back. So, so will your portfolio. Now, Sometimes it may mean you have to delay retirement a few years, but it's better than cashing out of your retirement account because this goes, this is where I have to kind of ride the line of past performance doesn't predict future. We're talking about cycles. Yes. We're not talking about exact returns. And when you look at 2008, 2001, the reason it was so detrimental was yes, the market fell um, double digits, like 20, 30, 40% a lot of the time. But if you stayed in the market and you kept the exact same investments, Mm -hmm you would have broke even in two, two, three years on mm-hmm. the long run. Yeah. But the problem is most Americans, when you look at four, the average 401k of pre-retirees back in, didn't break even for seven to eight years. Wow. Because they cashed out and tried to time it going back in. Right. We saw a lot of this during the COVID uh, bounce. We saw a lot of this in January 19, where there was all the concerns about the Dow and a lot of tech and financial sectors. You can't time the market no matter how much you try or how good you think you are. Yeah. Hindsight's 2020. But a lot of people also don't realize that you're getting to retirement. There's a lot of ways to insure against that market loss without giving up the growth. And that's exactly what I did this case study on. Now, I know we always pick names and numbers out of a hat, but what I was doing here was I was saying a lot of people think we're going into a market correction now. Right. So let's say you're you're the average age of most retirees. So one spouse is 68, one spouse is 65. Okay, sure. So the average retirement saving and the rule of thumb that people think they need in retirement to retire, this is from the new study that came out, is 1.2 million. Yes, I saw that. The new number, 1.2 million save for retirement, you're one spouse is 68, one 65, and you're looking at retiring immediately. Okay. And this is a strategy to not only insure against market loss, but be able to provide the standard of living and income needed to get to and through retirement. And now, Thomas, we've been talking about legacy a lot. And so what that means is we want to keep principle intact. Mm -hmm. So every time we do these case studies, Thomas, we're talking about living off the icing, not touching the cake. I love it. These are conversations we have every year with each listener, but the big piece that we're going to talk about here is how much income can you generate? Mm -hmm. Can that income increase while inflation adjusting itself and inflation adjusting the nest egg? So 68 and 65, 1.2 million retiring immediately. Okay. That's the new norm for the average American looking to retire and be able to generate $51,000 a year. Okay. This is not counting social security. This is not counting pensions. This is just off that 1.2 million. Really? Okay. So this is where the numbers come from. We need to know that for a fact, 99.9% of the time counting out the Mad Max book of Eli rapture situation (laughs) that that 50,000 is coming in and they're not touching the principal on this. And this is to not touch the principal. Okay. Now this is not counting a market exposed portfolio. So the reason this withdrawal rate is so much higher is because it's a strategy that helps eliminate market volatility. Mm. Now, the benefit of this is that we need to inflation adjust that income. So 
68 average retiree. That means they'll pass away somewhere around 91. Okay. That's sure. historical life expectancy. We're not saying it stops here, but let's just say historically. Okay. Well, that means that 50,000 needs to have grown to 230,000. Wow, that's significant, but will it actually do that? Well, that's exactly what this plan does. Wow. It allows that income to increase. So that means over that same period of time, they've taken out 2.7 million from that 1.2 million. Right. Now, wow. The other side of that is if the market's down every single day, we need to know that that income is staying intact. Yes. That's where you need guarantees in retirement, but we can't say it enough. The biggest misconception we face is that growth and safety are two ends of a spectrum. Mm. They are not. They're two goals for the same dollar. Picking one over the other does not mean you give up the other. And that's a big misconception our industry has. And that's why we want listeners to call us to do your own plan, to do your exact strategy, to know exactly where your numbers fall. Now, assuming the market's not down every day, here's where we got to make every, all the auditors <laughs> happy. Let's use exact past performance. Well, I'm going to do this for you, Thomas. Okay. If we use the exact past performance of the last decade, sure. those numbers change. Do they? That 50,000 would have grown to 335,000. Oh my goodness. That means instead of taking out 2.8 million, they would have taken out 3.6. Wow. And here's the kicker. The death benefit of that account, what would have been left on the cake? The, the, that's the 1.2? That's 11 million. What? <laughs> this is the problem with past performance. That's when I'm using the exact returns over the last decade. That is incredible. Now- let's cut those returns in half, which is more realistic. Mm -hmm. That's where I mentioned the 50 grew to two over the 220. Okay. Yeah. The 2.8 withdrawals, they took out 2.8 million from the 1.2 wow. and it was still worth that 4.3 million. Incredible. So that's that so where incredible. you always have to know that you can't base everything off past performance because yeah. that's not normal. I mean, I always say plan off four to seven, but that doesn't mean you have to give up for the chance for the 10 to 15. Right, exactly. Because the most recent 10 years, and you look at the highest and the lowest 10 years of the last three decades, they're pretty much all overlapping. Okay. It's between 2002 and 2009. Mm. If you started in 2009, right after the drop of 2008, you would have been averaging right under 15% a year. Okay. Well, if you started prior to that, in 2002, you would have been looking at almost 12% a year. But if you look at just the last, um, the highest 10 year period of that last um, 30 years, you would have been averaging over 18. That means the lowest to the highest are still double digits. Yeah. Yeah. People are so skewed. I like using data going back 35 years. Give us more consistency on the market. But if you're a listener and you want to have this put together for you, give us a call. Absolutely. That number 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979. You can also text Parker to 600-700. That is Parker to 600-700. And remember, this is a complimentary review that'll help you determine how prepared your investments are to handle all the retirement pitfalls we discuss on the program. And you can see how concepts like this can work in your own plan with your numbers and your goals, your aspirations. 877-359-1979. 877-359-1979. 
877-359-1979. Now, we've been discussing some bad habits that people get into in retirement. Parker, what an amazing, amazing case study to talk about uh, the bad habit of volatility in the market. But let's, let's talk about putting contributions on autopilot, why we should or shouldn't do this. So you have this on a bad habit list, so we shouldn't put contributions on auto- autopilot. I'm interested to see where this goes. So I guess that's not the best word choice for that, um, (laughs) Thomas, but you don't pull money out of your retirement account when the market's down or only invest when it's up, just like we just mentioned. So if your retirement plan doesn't automatically increase your contribution rate annually, Mm. or you don't increase it yourself, you you might be at risk of not having enough money saved for retirements because most experts recommend saving at least 10 to 15% of wages annually. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can't contribute that much, you got to make sure you're setting enough aside in your 401k to at least getting matching contributions. And every time they increase your income, you need to increase the retirement savings proportionally. So what we mean by putting contributions on autopilot is that set and forget that doesn't take into account increasing due to income, increasing due to cost of living, and just increasing overall so that you can get to that 10 to 15 percentile. Because we know it's like ripping the bandaid off if you just try to do it all at once. Sure, it's true. And a lot of people, like I said, family, kids, there's going to be stuff that comes up where you just can't do it. Yeah. But if you do it over time and over your working career, I promise you it's going to get easier. Yeah. And it just goes down to having that proper strategy in place. It does. And Parker, I know this is something you do every day for folks. We were talking about, um, you know, the conversation earlier with the case study, but that, that really is just the tip of the iceberg of what you do day in and day out, isn't it? It is. And a lot of people's budget, and I'm going to kind of jump to another one here, Thomas, because I think this is a great part of the conversation, is everyone looks at putting too much money towards like houses and cars okay, yeah, and yeah. items that are like cars depreciating houses are normally increasing, but you can't take into account house equity hmm. as part of your retirement savings plan. It's not, it is part of net worth, but it's not part of retirement income. Can't planning. make a sandwich out of bricks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but Thomas, I just wanted to get that out there. But like we were saying earlier in the show, the 401k survival guide box set, we have 10 of them here. I'd love to give them away to the next 10 callers as well as putting together their own spend and leave plan, put together your own, what do you call it? The Parker plan, Thomas, we'll make sure to have it for you so you can see exactly where you're at, what you're on track for, and if you have any red flags or potholes that need to be addressed. Yeah, it is a perfect opportunity, folks. Do it right now. Don't procrastinate. 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979, or text Parker to 600-700. That is Parker to 600-700. Folks, we do have to take a quick break, but stay tuned because there's more Parker Holland Show coming up. And now, a nightmare retirement consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risk, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk. Run from that office and go to your future financial partner who has your best interest in mind with a retirement plan that includes growth, protection, and income so you can sleep well at night. Call Parker Holland and the team at Capital Financial at 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. Again, the number to call is 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. 
Every week on the program, we get questions written into the show, and we like to take time on the program to answer uh, just a few of these that we can that we feel may be pertinent to all of our listeners out there. Folks, if you have a question for Parker Holland and the team that you would like to have featured on the program, give us a call 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979. You can leave your question for Parker and the team there and could be featured right here on the program. Or if you'd prefer to email your question in, just email that question to info at capitalfinancialusa.com. That's info at capitalfinancialusa.com. The questions that we have today have been written into the program. The first one I have here is from Paul. Paul has written in from Hillsborough, and he says, should I roll over my traditional IRA into my Roth IRA at 60 years old? I have Um, Sorry, he says, I also have a work-related 401k with $107,000, as well as a designated trading account with $90,000. I have nothing but standard deductions as our home is paid for. So a little bit of information (laughs) to go off of there. (laughs) So I would say that that is great giving us all that info, but honestly, I would say it's not enough. There's so many situations where converting an IRA to a Roth and not converting um, can be detrimental versus beneficial. Mm. And that goes into what's your target retirement date? Okay. Do you have any guaranteed sources of income in retirement? Are you looking at working for the next five to seven years or the next five to seven months? So yeah. I would say it is still a very loaded question. Now, I a lot of the time, Marty, myself, um, Greg, the team here, when we do these plans, and me and Matt were just actually talking about this on a plan recently, was conversions based on what we look at most of the time are only beneficial if we're looking at not pulling or needing those funds for the retirement income plan for at least seven years. Okay. Uh, That gives us more time to make sure we get it back to where it needs to be because what a lot of people forget when you do these conversions is you have two choices to pay the taxes out of pocket at Mm -hmm. the end of the tax year. So in the following April, so if you have that hundred thousand and you want to convert it, you convert the full hundred and you pay the taxes in April out of cash or that discretionary account. But on the other side is sometimes people convert and take the taxes out of what they are converting. So they're doing the tax withholding on what they are converting. So they'll, instead of converting a hundred thousand, they're actually converting like, let's say 80,000. Right. Right. And so that break even can be impactful for a plan because 80,000 is not going to generate this income needed as a hundred thousand would, even if it is non-taxable and Roth, like tax-free money, because in retirement, there's a lot of things that generate passive income versus in earned income, and the tax liability for healthcare, for Social Security, is not going to be as impactful. So it, we see more than not, it's better not to convert until they're in retirement or not even convert at all. Yeah. Because it's more tax beneficial to not do so. To not do and so. And that mentality, yeah. you, you always got to be able to kind of compare the apples to apples. Because right. that just mental math, the kind of big picture tax-free versus taxable, you're always going to pick tax-free. Sure. But it's not always the best the decision. The best decision. That's very interesting. So I would just tell them, give us a call. We'd love to meet and see exactly what it's looking like for you. Yeah, absolutely. Again, that number, 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979. You can also text Parker to 600-700. And we're here on the Parker Holland Show with Parker Holland, if you couldn't what, figure that out. What, it's not the Marty Hensley show? He's staring at me. He always walks by. I love I love how we're both recording now, and you can hear us both back to back. Oh, it's so 
so fun. I love it. I love it. I miss it doing it live though, Thomas. I miss doing that exactly live. The Janet Jackson incident ruined it for all of us. You're I hate hol- the delay. I hate the delay. You're hilarious. All right. We have another question in here. This is from Maddie and she's writing right from Raleigh. She says, my company offers a 401k and a Roth 401k. That's awesome. Uh, currently, I contribute 6% to my 401k and 8% to my Roth 401k. Is this a good long-term strategy? I want to contribute all to my Roth 401k starting next year. Is that a better strategy? Also, can I take out my principal if needed from my Roth 401k since it's after tax dollars? So a few questions there. <laughs> so she's got the, the she's contributing to the 401k and the Roth. Uh, she, and she's asking, should she begin contributing everything to Roth? Um, and then the principal question. So Maddie, it all depends on how old you are and the target retirement number. So we can't we can't say that enough is it's all based on your timeline and your plan. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're brand new and you're starting out or you're looking at retiring in like 15, 20 years, yes, Ross always going to be great. A lot of people think Ross is going to go away and it could. The yeah. IRS could make that decision. Um, now, granted, they'll probably grandfather in people who already have it. Right. But I always tell this, especially when I'm dealing with... Um, when I'm dealing with trust and we're talking to the beneficiaries or the grandkids and stuff like that, that are kind of in their primary savings, like between 30 and 45. Yes. Ross going to be better. Yeah. If you're between 30 to 45 and you're looking at retiring at 60, the goal would be to have it all Roth. You'll lose the tax deferral now, but that tax-free growth and that savings for the next 10, 15 years is always going to be beneficial. Yeah. And with Roth accounts, yes, you can always take out your contributions. Um, you just can't touch the interest and the earnings until 59 and a half. Okay. And a lot of people forget about the five-year rule. I don't recommend putting anything in a retirement savings that you plan on taking out. And we are definitely against loans and using 401ks as a leverage. Now we know emergencies happen. We know there's last resorts, but it should be treated as that a last resort. You shouldn't invest anything if you think you're going to take it out within five years unless it is like a structured plan or cash assets and it's being done that way. Retirement accounts are not meant to put money in, take money out unless you are in retirement. Yeah, that's good. So I would say, Matt, there are ways to touch the principal, but there's certain limitations and rules that apply. And the goal would be not to. Yeah, it makes And if you're sense. older than 45 and you're looking at still working another 10 to 15 years, then I would say go for it. Yeah. But there's always situations where it may not be best. And that's why we got to do a plan. But that Roth benefit that a lot of employers are offering now is that it is a huge benefit. Having that tax-free component, understanding that losing the deferral may be better. Now, I would confirm... And this is where the 401ks, a lot of people don't realize they're not just generic blankets. 401ks can make their own rules based on if you get the match, if you put it all in the Roth, mm. they're never going to match you in a Roth. I will tell you that out front. But if you put it all in the Roth, very limited, but sometimes plans require you to do pre-tax contributions to get that match. Interesting. On the other side is they may not allow you to take loans or access the principal for Roth funds. It depends on the plan documents. So that is something where your employer has more control than what people sometimes realize. Yeah, that's very, very interesting. Once again, we're here with Parker Holland. If you'd like to get your own question featured on air or just talk with Parker and the team privately about your own retirement situation, 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979 is the number you can call to connect with us. You can also text keyword Parker to 600-700. That is Parker to 600-700. 700 Parker. I know we're running up against the clock, but I think we have time for one more question. 
Let's see here. This one is from Steve. Steve has written in from Apex and he says, starting in 2018, my spouse has acquired four separate 401k plans from employers in three states. Is it possible to combine all of these 401k plans into one? That's interesting. I don't know if she's working three separate jobs at the same time or if we're talking, uh, what, what do you call them? Orphan 401ks? So this is actually, I know what Steve, this is from, this is from Steve Samarica. He's on the team. We were having this conversation earlier in the week. I knew he was, I knew he was throwing something on the computer. Oh, that's funny. So he bounced around a lot of States and so did his wife and he heads up a lot of our planning team here, but he actually had a good question with this. If as long as it's the United States of America, yes, you can combine them. <laughs> yes. Uh, it doesn't matter the state. It's based on federal provisions. You okay. can always consolidate 401ks once you leave an employer and you can move your vested balance to your own IRA at any time. Once you're off payroll, only your vested balance. Uh, so that means what's yours because yeah. some people don't realize you're not with the employer in amount of time then you're not going um, to always get everything of their match. Now your contributions are yours, but their match is what that applies to. Okay. But you can roll them over Roth IRA, consolidate them. It's not an issue at all. And I normally always recommend if you leave an employer, call a financial team because it's 99% of the time better not to leave money in that plan. But sometimes yeah. it may be better to consolidate with your new employer. Sure. Most of the time, not, but there are benefits that that can come into play. I understand that makes it. You, you've told me different caveats as well, where uh, some people may take the income, get the check sent to them directly instead of the new fund. And then all of a sudden it sits on the counter for a few months and wait, tax time is coming. You, you got to be careful with that stuff. It's good to do this, uh, this type of thing with a professional because there's a lot going on and you don't want to be caught on the hook for taxes that you don't necessarily need to owe. Uh, so folks, once again, we are here with Parker Holland with the Parker Holland Show. Parker, I know you love taking on questions. It, it's, it's an everyday thing though for you, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, that's what we're here for. I mean, I don't miss the brokerage behind the screen time at all. Um, so <laughs> I always tell everybody, I tell the whole team here that I love kind of going, having the face-to-face, having the conversations, putting together plans that specifically apply to people. And that is what we do here is we focus on education. Yeah. And we can't say that enough. Coach Pete founded us on that. Myself, Marty, Greg, Matt, Cam, the team here, that's what we focus on. It is your plan. It is not ours. It's all about education. And that's why we're going on over 20 years on the radio, um, going over 30 years as a company as a whole, being independent, conflict-free fiduciaries the whole time. There you go. I love it. So folks, connect with Parker Holland and the team here at Capital Financial, 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979. You can also text Parker to 600-700. And Parker, that does it for the show this weekend. Do you have any uh, last words before we head off air? Give us a call. I'd love to be the one to sit down with you personally and just put together your own plan step by step comprehensive and just let you know exactly what you're looking at we love kind of making sure everyone can sleep well at night knowing their retirement's taken care of couldn't agree more 877-359-1979 and we'll see you next week right here on the parker holland show Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is provided by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. During the show, Parker Holland provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. 
Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested.